I, I ate three Jolly Ranchers. I ate three Jolly Ranchers through the entirety of this movie. That's a lot of JRs. It's a lot. It's a lot of movie. It's a long. Did you brush movie. your teeth afterwards? No, I went straight to sleep. <laughs> it's a recipe for success. That's a lot. My record is probably one and a half Jolly Ranchers in a movie. Per I bitched movie. and moaned about this movie on text last night. Like I woke up, I had 18 messages from you complaining <laughs> they, they about were, the movie. They all were a paragraph long, too. And <laughs> the, the only reason we picked this movie is because two months ago I mentioned it on in in um text message, and you're like, Phantom Thread, that sounds dope. Is that a horror movie? I know it sounded dope, and then I realized what it was. It was pretty you good. Realized you, had, you said you had seen it before. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, I had seen it before. I watch all of Daniel Day Lewis's films. Oh yeah, you ever see Last of the Mohicans? I watched that just before I watched Phantom Thread. For real? That's mm-hmm. dope, dude. Michael Mann, that shit's sight. Mm-hmm. What about the first of the Mohicans? Nobody ever talks about that guy. Zing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing it out there. What about the like, was eighth like... of the Mohicans? Nobody ever talks about the eighth. Yeah. What about the middle, huh, guys? I mean, all right, this is too much. Mine was just a little. What about little, like fun little thing? And you what about like ha- like middle end in between the middle and in the end of the last? Ryan, what about that's, that? It's idiotic. The penultimate of the Mohicans. Yeah, a little <laughs> prequel. Kind of like solo. Here's, here's since we're talking about titles, like Phantom Thread. You're thinking like, what is this, a ghost movie? And guess what? There is a ghost. He sees his mom high on mushrooms. This, Oh, that scene was tight. This dude, Daniel Day L. Louise. Protect his identity. Daniel Day Louise. Daniel Day Louise Guzman. He was, <laughs> uh, he's a fancy man. He's uptight. He's a dressmaker. Is he gay? He should be. He's a set. Is he a set? Is he a robot? If he was gay, he'd be way happier. He's just an extremely misogynistic dressmaker. He was gay. He would have no problem. He'd just be getting a new. He get new ass every day. That's like that's like the rest of us. If we were gay, we wouldn't have we wouldn't have problems either. He didn't. He didn't seem sexual at all, though. Oh, he's highly sexual. (laughs) Yes, dude. He has he has an appetite for sex. Because he's so horny. His name's Woodcock. He literally. I could even I, lo- have a- I loved. <laughs> I loved um, the scene, and I assume it was intentional. I was very drunk and very high watching this at like three in the morning last night. If you can believe it. No. Um, no way. So my interpretation might be off, but uh, the first when he first meets the girl, what's her name? Annie, Anna, Alma, Alma. When he first meets her, it's like seems like they're gonna hook up or something in her eyes. And then he takes her into the room and just and, and like starts putting more clothes on her. It was like a reverse sex montage. Like interesting. I think she. It seemed like she was like, "We're gonna go into this room and bang," and then he uh, just starts putting clothes on her and like dressing a dress on her. And she's like, "The frick." Well, the yeah. other thing is his sister. Was I overthinking walks in. that? Cyril. No. Still cold fish. Yeah, like, that was a sister. I got I got lost on that. Yeah, that's his sister. Okay. But um, she's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna ha- we're gonna make out or something." He's gonna finger me. He's gonna maybe uh, maybe I'll get to sniff his ass or something cool. 
But then yeah. in walks in Cyril. And man. Old is... sterile Cyril is what we call you, it. You may recognize her from one of the other movies we watched. She played a, the she Santa played a, Claus one? She played a wife to a really cool real estate salesman who enjoyed playing soccer with his buddies. Oh, oh, nice. Oh, yeah. really? That's Gary Oldman's ex-wife. They used to wow, be married. She's, she's, she grew up. She's not a kid anymore. Yeah, Leslie Manville. She's in a bunch of Mike Lee movies. There's, this is kind of like uh, PTA doing uh, a Mike Lee movie. You know, there's like also, you know, Powell and Pressburger in there. And there's a lot of British bullshit in this movie. And um, it's a fancy movie. <clears throat> fancy people. This guy, PTA, you know, he's from the valley where I live. And, uh, you know, he went, to Eng- he went to England. Are you flexing I- that you live in the valley? Yeah. I made eye contact with him once. Was he family. awake? <laughs> he's a tall, he's a tall drink of water in person. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like me. He's like six. He's like six eleven. Oh, that's a lot. He's like Michael Crichton. <laughs> okay. Did you know Michael Crichton was six ten? Was, is he dead? Yeah, he's dead. Oh, damn. R.I.P. Road Jurassic Park. Anyway, uh, yeah, PTA, you know, Daniel Dayell, they made a little movie together called There Will Be Blood, and this is like their, this is them recapturing the magic. But the thing with There Will Be Blood is that that guy was so intense, he was so gnarly, he was so um, aggressive. They decided to do something a little different, and they made a movie about a fancy dressmaker. So he still was pretty aggressive. He's still pretty aggressive and he still has a lot of like Daniel Plainview style behaviors. But with this movie, it's like he's a little more passive aggressive. He's also um, technically he's not as successful. He doesn't he doesn't strike it rich. He still has to work for clients. Well, he still has to like bust his ass and like. Yeah, because he hated that one client who just kept wrong. fucking his dress up. Oh, yeah. A dirty drunk. He was he was success. See, this is what drives me crazy about these. Was Was this first of all? Was this based on a true person? Based on a lot of people. Uh, Tech. A big influence is that Balenciaga guy. Is that how you say his name? You know, you've heard of Balenciaga shoes, dresses. We're not fancy like you. Can you get him at Costco? No, that's uh, Kirkland. Oh, yeah, then why, no. When are they going to make a movie about Mr. Mr. Kirkland and his, all his designs? That movie would be so bulky. He's an artist, too. Well, you know who made Kirkland? You know yeah, who is the designer of Kirkland? You know who's the head designer of Kirkland? Yeah. Kirk Hammond of Metallica. Jennifer Aniston. Whoa, oh. Cool. Oh, we're wow. in like Kirkland when we. Yeah. Welcome to Kirkland. <laughs> he loves, he lo- he's really passionate about blue jeans and uh, button up shirts and sneakers. That's great. Underwear, socks, affordable clothing. Just anything. Slave labor. Most likely slave labor is involved. Yeah, but. Um, That's that Kirkland paid, brand. Don't they get paid in. Costco's a get, good company. They get paid in Metallica <laughs> tickets. They do. They pay their workers. Metallica tokens. What do you got? Stocks in them, Adam? No. Adam's stepping up for Big Pharma here. <laughs> Adam, do you have a Costco membership? Uh, not currently. No. Sorry to say. 
Why are you simping? Things aren't going good. Yeah, why, why are you simping on Costco? Simping for Costco. I mean, they're just a good company. They pay their workers good and, you know, why not support pay, that? Why not you celebrate they pay, that? You think they pay the people in foreign countries who sell their clothing well? You think they get paid well too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they probably get paid better. When they sell a pair of shoes for $14.99? Yeah. Here's the thing. Phantom Thread, Reynolds Woodcock, he pays his workers. Those old ladies, he takes care mm-hmm. of them. Yeah, he knows their names. He's a good Patty. man. He's a fancy he, man, but he's a good man. I did I did like the whole idea about... He literally was just super misogynistic in the dress world, where it was like a, a man's movie about making dresses. Yeah. I don't think I'm articulating myself how I want to. Uh it's very it's very um a well, very masculine boss. movie. He's the boss. Patriarchy patriarchal movie. Yeah, he's the boss. But it's like women can't even have dresses anymore. Well, he's like not it's only be a boss, man's business. But he's not only a boss, he's like the visionary and the artist and he carries a heavy burden. And he <clears throat> Yeah, what is his burden? Bipolar? He's like bipolar? No, the the burden of genius. Yeah. The burden of great talent. What's that like, Ryan? It's fucking frustrating, man. Sometimes I'll go to bed for three days at a time after I make just that absolutely gorgeous dress. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, one time at work, I made a... Um, well, first, I made a little person out of paper clips and stickers, and like utility stickers. I named him Todd, and he was my friend. And then I it's made a house... I made a house for him at work when I in L.A., um, it was beautiful. I'll send you pictures. It was gorgeous. Making a man model. out of paper clips. Making a man out of paper clips. You I was know, making that, a best friend. That makes me think of like Pee Wee Herman. You know, he does like little crafty things. Like, what if Pee Wee Herman was Phantom Thread? That'd be tight. Yeah. <laughs> and that, in his wacky house. Imagine those dresses. Tim Burton would probably have a wet dream about those dresses. The breakfast yeah, machine. Yeah, Big breakfast guy, chew it. He, he doesn't. In this movie, like if she like butters her toast too loudly, he gets like really upset. But Pee Wee Herman, you know, he he, ma- he makes Mister Bacon talk. So Can I think honestly, honest, it'd be funny. she was making that bread loud as fuck. Like she was I, loud as hell. Yeah, you you just like sympathize with him the entire time with Woodcock. <laughs> honestly, like, it'd be yeah, funny. You know, she's kind of annoying. If Mister Woodcock married Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, and it's just like, Ooh. would you stop doing that laugh? I'm trying to draw dresses. <laughs> trying to draw fun. dresses. He's drawing stink. That's a fun too. couple. That's a really fun couple. It'd be cool if he was just sitting down at the breakfast table, just drawing like just those unusual dildos or something. Like he's a dildo maker. Those unusual dildos. Like a dragon what, what's dildo. An unu- That's not like one of those big dragon dildos or. That's what he's draw. That's what he draws at the at the breakfast table. Those are his, <laughs> that's his art. Okay. That guy who makes those pro- could be like that. He's kind but of. He's, he's he also like, a visionary. Instead of a dressmaker, he's just a three D printer. Er. I mean, yeah, I think what you're tapping into his... is that all creative people relate to this character. This is how all cool creative guys live. It's a tortured artist. Yes. It's hard for the the Story artist my to life. to you know find a partner and because that 
brings them into the real world which is like this this with its woodcock struggle in this movie he's not a part of the real world alma is and he you know i get it man yeah you know a girl girl wanted to go home with me last night this is part of the struggle to be a creative genius a girl wanted me to go home with her last night at like two o'clock in the morning okay yeah, I said no because I had to go watch the fuck Phantom Thread. You're that was fired. a huge mistake. <laughs> For my art, you should not have done that. My art, you should have blown this off, dude. You're fired. This? No, it made me look cooler. I got I go, a listen, podcast. Listen, babe, I got a cast tomorrow. Yeah, I got work tomorrow. Listen, I got to pick up a twisted tea on the way home because I got a cast with my boys tomorrow. Um, nice. That really <laughs> happened to you, man. Yeah, I said, bitch, how about you walk your ass out of here? I got to watch Phantom Thread. Yeah, it sounded cooler than when I started watching the movie. Then it was like, oh, it's a dressmaking movie. I thought it was <laughs> technically it's I thought it was going to be a scary movie. I thought it was going to be a scary movie for so the fellas. Cool when I was like, sorry, can't po- can't pork tonight, broad. I have to I watch the watch fanciest the- movie. Phantom Thread. <laughs> technically, it's the best dressmaking movie. Okay. I just said why, it was a dressmaking. What? Yeah. What's the other one? What's the other dressmaking movies? Cinderella. Herbie sells a dress. Oh, the car. Yeah. Wow. That one's not, <laughs> he started, he started, that one's not very good. Some wacky ass adventures. That was the last Herbie, and that was the last movie Lindsay Lohan was in, right? Yeah, Herbie sold her dress. Herbie. Herbie sells a dress. And then, like, uh, the neighbor guy is like watching it. He's like freaking out. He's like, "There's no one in that car selling that dress." It's just driving over a dress in the mud. Just a bunch of dressmaking materials, just mashing them together. Well, this who filmed this one? Who'd you say directed this? This, this is a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. You know, he made Boogie it's Nights, Magnolia. Very beautiful. Each- a lot of really cool um, stairwell shots. A lot of really windy stairs. Okay, so you said he wasn't successful. This is what I meant to bring up. I'm saying this he's what... successful, but in There Will Be Blood, yeah, that yeah. guy is a billionaire uh, by the end yeah. of the movie. And in this movie, this guy yeah, has got to a work. bowling alley in his own home. This That's dude's got to know you've made it. This dude's got to work. He's got to. He has clients. He has to. Like um, Cyril says, like this woman pays for the house. You know, this rich lady. Oh, he hates. Yeah, yeah. It's I didn't like, understand what is like that he mean? doesn't. Oh, like he has to. He's, he's not that from money. He's yeah. working. He's working his way up to become classy. Yeah. He's not like an aristocrat. But he's selling dresses to aristocrats. He's selling dresses to royalty, celebrities, you know, he's various like a, rich people. He kind of has to whore himself out to these these so, old rich ladies that he finds repugnant. And this is a common thread in Paul Thomas Anderson movies because, like, no uh, phantom thread. Fuck it. Uh, Adam Sandler in Punch Drunk Love has like his stupid plunger business, and then he did that licorice movie pizza. too. Yeah, licorice pizza. The kids got a business. Oh. I the never master, saw that. Was that good? the master? He's a poor guy. He's um, yeah, it's class. Kind of you're saying as a part of his films. Well, What's doing it? like doing like hands-on jobs for is that what you're saying like doing a job making your identity and then like raising your level of society that's like a big running 
that's right. That's what I did with my stand-up. Yeah. Even Boogie Nights, you know, he's he's got a big dick that allows him to, you know, go to cool parties. Yeah. Story of my life. But the funny thing is, Paul Thomas Harrison grew up hella rich. His dad made millions of dollars. Okay, so that makes it's, sense uh, because he doing, writes rich characters. Like the characters are rich. They're just not like this dude is living in a mansion. I'm saying it's, he's it's, rich, but he's not like he's not an aristocrat. Well, when you say that, but he's not old money. He's new money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An no, I'm saying the director or the like writer. Right? The writer's mom? No, I'm not talking about the characters now. I'm talking about PTA. The writer was they, these these do seem like something written by somebody who's never actually fully worked like a lifetime of blue collar jobs. Yes, oh, yeah. this is not a blue collar guys movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, I have to work at the docks. I'm going home. I'm going to write a movie about a dressmaker. Uh, it big, shouldn't be. You know, it shouldn't be hot. It shouldn't have that cool of a title then. It's called the spooky dress. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the. And uh, the ghoulish gown, you know, the guy's fancy eats sardines and onions and shit. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You sure you're not making this too fancy, buddy? <laughs> Let's make him not successful, but he successful. He marries this ugly bitch from overseas, you know, and he likes it because she goes down on him and she's got like, you know, no gag reflex, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, sister watches. She's cool. He's with that. Catholic. It's kind of like Rocky. Yeah. Rocky. <laughs> spooky dress. I w- you know what? This movie would have been a lot more entertaining if there was a montage. A, a, not even a montage, <laughs> just a scene with Daniel Day Lewis running up some stairs. That's it. Yeah. And, and I want to see a dress. This is what this is the hot this is what Hollywood's not showing you. I want to see a dressmaker movie where we see the dressmaker run up some stairs. Never seen it. Well, it's also like a really bad screenwriting because there's like three or four staircases in the house and no one runs up and down the stairs. They did. And they're That's filming it like every other yeah. shot is just a gorgeous shot, like a drone shot of the stairwell. And it's beautiful. And not, not one person running on it. Yeah. No banana peels on the staircase. <laughs> Huge fuck up. You know, when I, I run up and down them stairs, I fall down all the time. So I've got a question. How does he make money for the material for the dresses? He sells dresses. Okay. So what came first, the chicken or the egg? Did he, how did he buy, how did he buy the first material for the first dress to sell? Uh, Answer this. That's a very good question, Ryan. We're just, we're getting this guy's chunk of life and he's already successful. I want to know. I want to, I want to see his upcoming. I want to see him. He talks about it. He, his mom made dresses or something like that and talk about it i want to i want him to be about it i want to see it you want a 10-hour netflix show i want to want this movie to be longer at least seven seasons you want the kanye genius documentary you want to see him work his way up (laughs) but it's just lewis daniel day lewis every movie should start with the protagonist at birth being born no Mm -mm. i mean what happens i want i want to see the protagonist as come I want to see the load. I want to see the, <laughs> I want to see I want to the see, load. Yeah. James Bond should start with a with a fucking load going right at the camera. <laughs> Just do old British fucks like da da bum <laughs> da da bum <laughs> da da. It's just a the load. Guy, like turns and like yeah. jacks off. Da 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 da. da, da. And white white <laughs> comes down. You can't jerk work. off. It's got to go in the in the woman's pussy. It's got to be the real conception. It has to be the right. Conception. Right. So in this, I mean, case you scenario, could jerk off our point of, our point of view, 
our point of yep. view is not from down pussy the barrel hole. of a gun. The if you have hole. a strong enough bust and the pussy's wide enough, we could make this happen. I would like to see that James Bond's dad, you know, yeah, Peter North could've, style. Just that could have been could have been me last night, but I had to watch Phantom Thread. Damn. Well, so you it was like a person, a woman you met last night. Yeah, with some NP. Am I gonna be poking holes in this? Is this an NP? It's an NPC. <laughs> new, <laughs> this new was an NPC. I was trying new to pussy. Play. You were you were playing Skyrim. I see. I and you were like, I feel like this chick's into me. I think I shopkeep have sex with the shopkeep. <laughs> What's his you name? Beraldo. Yeah, I think I'm gonna fuck this guy. Ah, fuck! It's already two. I gotta watch Phantom Threat. <laughs> Look, I gotta go. If I'm gonna have sex with this NPC, I want to be fully engaged. I can't be watching a film. Yeah, there was there was not a single You're sex scene in this movie. I mean, it depends on what you consider sex. Um, intercourse, two fleshy no. naked bodies. Sex isn't slap, just intercourse. Just gre- getting greased up from lard because this is what 1800s. Just la- using lard to grease <laughs> up. Just fully well, they, naked Daniel Day Lewis. They go in their, up. They go in a room together. Oh yeah, yeah. you can imagine what happens. Can back you? There. I can't imagine. What Can you imagine the, the corset days? You know how hard that would be? It takes so long to like getting a bra off is hard enough. And that's only got a few clasps. You got to untie a whole corset back then yeah. while maintaining. And then when you direction. open it up, it's just a big waft, waft of stank. And also the woman's body like balloons out like a cartoon. Of course, it's been holding it in. <laughs> just gains 10. And that whole time you got to be 100 percent hard. What is this, a Leslie the Nielsen movie you're describing? Like yeah. Naked Gun? <laughs> yeah. The Phantom Thread. It would have been so much better. The Naked Gun, The Phantom Thread. He turns to the camera and yeah. looks and is like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a silhouette of a shadow and it gets really big. Remember that part in Naked Gun 3 when he pulls out um, Anna Nicole Smith's dress and she has a big curved dick <laughs> and it's in a oh, shadow? Damn. Oh, oh, that's it's like cool. shot. It's like shot through like a sheet. It's like a silhouette. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. yeah, of course. <laughs> I can picture like, it exactly. And he like looks William, at the camera. It's like, yeah, that uh, did not age well. Very disrespectful. I'm just saying, remember it. And then Leslie Nielsen. Never forget it. William. What's her name? Anna Marie Fox. Anna Cole Smith. PTA. Little trivia. Show some respect. To, that's he directed an SNL sketch with Ben Affleck. It's a parody of MTV's Fanatic, and it's Ben Affleck meeting Anna Nicole Smith, and he plays a guy with braces. It's really funny. And there's an excellent parody of Anna Nicole Smith's movie, Skyscraper, which... Uh, oh, that movie's awesome. The Rock Johnson? Oh, no, I that, saw the other one. It's where it's the movie where she's like so high, and she's mumbling all her lines, and she plays a helicopter pilot. She's an action. No, she was in a couple no, you're action thinking of, you're thinking of the, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson one where he's got one fake leg. Oh, yeah. Dude, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has such huge tits. Such juicy, big tits. Imagine if he married like a 98-year-old oil billionaire. Yeah. And like, (laughs) try to inherit the money. They're like, the son is like, I don't want The Rock getting my family fortune. The Rock's like, I'm in love with this old man. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And the old man is like, that old man that Nicole Smith married is like melting. He just looks oh, so awful. that was a cash cow, baby. Good for her. I mean, you know, you know how easy it'd be Why to not? fuck that guy. I mean, also, like he probably knows, <laughs> he dude, wouldn't have you know? to. Yeah, 
True. It's yeah, he probably like a, wanted to like just watch her get undressed and stuff. PTA, why don't you make a movie ass? about this? It's got yeah. everything you love. It's like Who's PTA? Yeah, oh, Paul Thomas. Class people rising out of their class thing. Family conflicts. An old man always... banging Anne Nicole Smith. <laughs> an old horny man banging uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, playing Anna Nicole Smith <laughs> against his will. Dwayne. Daniel Day-Lewis comes out of retirement to play the old man fucking Dwayne the Rock Johnson as Anna Nicole Smith. I'd watch that. Yeah. I'd watch. If that was three hours, I'd be upset. It wasn't four. Yeah. More please. We got to have the sex scene. None of this behind closed door shit. Yeah. Oh, no. I want to see the Rock's cock. Yeah. As Anna Nicole Smith, that big old curved silhouetted. Yeah. Dude, I want to see the rocket. I want to see the rock lay down and have this old man crawl up on top of him and just like <laughs> just fall out of a wheelchair, crawl across the floor, crawl up the bed like on a top seal. Of the rock. Like his <laughs> legs don't move, his they just drag. His hands are all crazy, just <laughs> bones and skin. Yeah, like Monty <laughs> Burns, Mister <laughs> Burns style, and he's just butt fucking the rock. <laughs> the rock's like this. I know you don't like this, but it's for the money. Don't forget. Just the reverse just... cowgirl in the rock. <laughs> just get come on, it. you could do it. He's like being nice and just like trying to get real him lo- to just come as fast as possible. There's real love. This yes, is not you. This sm- is not about, about, about money. <laughs> you're about to smell what the rock is coming. Yeah. <laughs> and then the, the old on. guy, Dwayne. Uh, Give it to Daniel me. Daniel Give it to me. On, on top is the old guy. Oh, what are you doing to me? <laughs> what are you doing to me? That's Daniel Day Lewis. That's Daniel Day Lewis as the old guy that married Anna Nicole Smith. But he's Daniel Plainview. He got out of jail. It's like there will be blood too. <laughs> there, it's, was it's, blood. It's a, it's, there was <laughs> there it's was a rock's blood. bloody asshole. There will be blood. Yeah. There was blood. <laughs> Ouch. Stop I'm finished. Johnson just blasting <laughs> his neck <laughs> with his little. His eyebrow crooked up. He just smashes his head with a bowling pin. Yeah. <laughs> no, he sticks the bowling pin up his ass. Oh, oh yeah, I'm into it. Uh, awesome. See, that's a movie. Oh, you don't like this movie, Ryan? So look, here's I the did. thing. It was just, it was, it's like boring. I think here's this movie is really funny. <laughs> yeah, it was, but I don't think it was supposed to be. No, I no, kind of think is. it is. It is supposed to be funny. It's like oh, a weird okay. thing. It like has a. It's like the. It's like a. It's it's in the style of like an old romance or whatever with this like constant very romance humor. score, like light, kind of, string score. And it's so fancy and shit, but it's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? It's like somebody. It's a, it's about somebody who's so fancy that like he's hilarious it's not why to it's everyone funny. else. That's not why <laughs> like, it's funny. When it's I so saw fancy. this in the movie theater, <laughs> yes, so they were, pe- people would always be laughing at everything. Like Daniel Day Lewis is hilarious in this movie. I think it's yeah, not I mean, funny he's because funny he's actor. fancy. It's because he's an <laughs> asshole. Well, it's yeah, funny because of what he says, which are it's jokes. Funny, what, but it's like funny. There are jokes in the movie, out, but that's it's you funny know? for that to be coming out of a fancy fancy man. You know, that that's part of it. There is an air, and, and this is why I hated here. Newsies. <laughs> not yeah. fancy enough. Newsies is not like, fancy. They're about big, poor children selling newspapers, and it, it wasn't funny. Laugh, that one because scene it wasn't where, fancy. <laughs> where all where Alma brings him a fucking 
a tea or whatever, like on a whim while he's working. Oh, yeah. I've, now I've got it. It stays with me. He's the like, interruption the, stays the with me. He's leaving, but the interruption is staying right here. That now got I like have a to, huge yeah. laugh at the, when I saw it. I mean, he's not wrong. Stuff. But it, like... That doesn't mean he's fancy. It just <laughs> okay, means he's an asshole. He's a well, he's funny bag. because he's a... Yeah, he's a character and he says of funny course, shit. Of course, of course. Yeah. Not because yeah, he's true. fancy. No, not also, fancy, how, but how, like he's old, right? It's almost like a f- movie that's about how funny it is for artistic types who take themselves really seriously. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to know that's is kind of like, what the source. What of it got is. what got him into the William? Well, also, a lot of truth in that statement, Mister Powers. A lot of truth in that statement. Um, thanks, man. I didn't. I, like I didn't I'm, think like, it was doing nearly a podcast with Bubba the Love. <laughs> What's that? I feel like I'm doing a podcast with Bubba the Love Sponge. Who's that? It's a shock jock who like wears a big fat guy who's wearing sunglasses and stuff when he do the radio to feel like, you know, because he's got attitude. That's what I'm looking at right now. A young Bubba the Love Sponge. That's you, man. <laughs> Bubba year the one. Love Sponge? Bubba Gross. year one. That's Thank William. <laughs> Thank you very much. W year one. All right. But yeah, I think uh, this movie is. Uh, uh, yeah, I appreciate I, it as I a comedy. It. And you can get you can kind of get the funness of a romance without it just being like a boring, stuffy movie. So you, it's a really good like. Date. Movie. Just a, you should have brought that girl back and watch the movie. You fucking Bro, I, hey, you want to come back and watch retarded? a three hour movie? No, she wants to get stuffed. Dude, get your dick sucked while you watch it. Like a G. Hold on. Cat emergency. One of them's just crying. <laughs> um, anyway, Ryan's going to take a cat, a cat emergency break. But yeah, super funny. I don't know. Like, I mean, Paul it's Thomas just Anderson a romantic comedy. Are there's, all nothing, funny. there's nothing. Um, there's nothing is it, or it's not it. it's not like a romantic comedy it's like a romance it's like an old romance movie but it Period is done, but like it's not like a romantic comedy because it's, the comedy is coming from like a completely different place than like what we think of as romantic comedies maybe you <laughs> what do you think of as a romantic comedy it's, it's the same as like marry me that j-lo movie just came out is that what you're saying it basically is it's like all but romantic yeah, comedies like a, are about two people meet cute, you know, does Paul, is, they're this put is Paul together. Thomas. They kind of maybe they're going to get together. Maybe they're not. And then they stay together. Um, she said this one has method sorry, actor Daniel Day Lewis, who's um, completely psychotic in the role and got so into the role that he retired afterwards and said he'll never act again. It's too was much this work. was this really his last one? Hold on. For now. Currently. <laughs> I thought he came out of retirement to do this movie. He did, but he or hasn't. Like done, new, then COVID like, hit. It's not like the role destroyed, like, you know, exhausted him and he quit afterward. I think it was like this was his plan, right? It was the last one. He's getting. He too said old it's to too hard kind of and he doesn't want to do it. Well, then don't do it like a method actor, you dummy. He's he a also helped write it. He's a cobbler in Italy. Not anymore. He, so he also he helped. That, he, that was before Gangs of cool. New York. Okay, come on. No. Whatever. Get your shit together. Okay. Get your shit together. That's a fun. That's a fun little thing about him, though. I'd do that shit if I was a rich guy. Cobble. Cobble. Oh, you what? In, it? in Italy. I heard he wrote. Didn't he write that that Adam Sandler cobbler movie? Uh yeah. Jack and Jill. No, mm-hmm. the cobbler. 
directed no, by Jack and Jill. Oh. Jill's a cobbler in that movie. No, she's not. Cool, cool. She is a cobbler in that movie. Hey, dude, women and it's can across be cobblers too. Yeah, dude. Just because you you're watch lying. Phantom Thread once and you're like, men you're are lying. the only ones that make dresses. Men are the only ones that cobble. Women cannot make dresses, dude. Men are the kings at making dresses. Men are the kings women. at making queens. Women can make yeah. messes. Am I right, guys? <laughs> yeah. Men make dresses. Women make messes. <laughs> That's a good got him. That's good. And you're listening to men on film. Yeah. Because <laughs> only men can talk about film. No, women could talk about film too. But like, you know, if it's if it's about dresses Adam's just, or Adam's just picking his feet. Having, <laughs> having periods, <laughs> giving birth. Look leave disgusting. it to the men. No, leave the leave the birth given to the men. Yeah. Now he's smelling his fingers. <laughs> I scratched my foot. Ew. Even worse. I scratched my ankle bone, actually. <laughs> the uh, circle part, you know? What's up with that part? The ball? Yeah, the ball. What's up with the ball? What's it called? The ball joint. It allows your ankle to turn, you know. Rotate. and Yeah, like but probably, what's it called? Probably about 90 degree. It's called the ball joint. No, that's a setup. BJ. You're setting me up. The fibula? I'm not oh, setting you up for know. a BJ, bro. The rib bone. You should have set yourself up for a BJ last night while you watched Spooky Dress. Who needs a BJ when you got Daniel Day-Lewis prancing around Yeah, on stage, on screen? It'd be cool to, uh, to be like, I was that, you know, that, so that dream scene was like making me think of that Ghostbuster scene where Dan Aykroyd gets his dick sucked. Like Daniel Day-Lewis is like, what he's imagining or whatever it'd be yeah, cool what to be was, getting well, your dick sucked while seeing that scene at ghostbusters why would be better if his if his mom sucked his dick which is clearly what he wants yeah he's, in, he's obsessed with his mother so yeah, yeah well, to, I, I, I missed that part like what all was about the to get, connection all about to get back at him she poisons him with yeah, he's such a dickhead basically and it's like making but, her like the help or whatever but and he's also giving more attention to his clients who are all these beautiful was oh, that why he got women. sick yeah, like yeah, she poisoned him with much with mushrooms. I missed. I must have passed out at that part because then <laughs> I I, I just remember him. I remember him tripping. Yeah, but we're also talking poison. We're talking quote unquote poison. It's just could just be drugs, right? You think yeah. it's a psilocybin? It could be alcohol. Whatever, not just he was tripping. Mushrooms. He was tripping. That could have been LSD, but they probably didn't have it. What, what's the time period? If it was the mid to the late seventies, if it was Ohio, she could have gotten the same result (laughs) if she just gave him. I forget this is an American movie. That's the craziest thing about this that this was in the seventies in Ohio. Yeah, not a lot of people. It's like why are people why are people talking like this? Why are people (laughs) acting like this? There's a fucking war going on, and it's not brought up once. You don't know about the Midwest. I'm from it. Yeah, dude. so she drugs him for attention. Mid- and, best um, from the Midwest, son. No, he not. sees his mom, and he's a, he's obsessed with his mother, and he ha- he talks to his mother's ghost, and he says like, I, "She's kind I of banging, you. to be honest." I wish I could talk to you. And his mom looks <laughs> really cool. Her dress is her outfit's amazing. It's like a real creepy, like 1920s kind of wedding dress with like a yeah. hat and shit. It is like a ghost sort of dress, like kind of. That's the only. Like that's the only wear. phantom too. Well, no, he's talking about how he sews his mom's hair in the coat. Oh, yes. That's why oh, that's right. That's that why was fucking thread. creepy, dude. 
Yeah. If somebody told me that, I'd be like, get the heck, get, scoot, go on, get. That's what I'd say. And then I mean, she, is she like swooning on him? You wouldn't say that if you were a mother. But you she when he was sweet. telling when he was telling her that she was like swooning on him, but she also looked a little weird. Yeah, it's like some she's serial like, what the killer fuck is shit. up with these people? Like when she's getting the dress, you know, when he's doing the dress stuff on their first date, and then yeah, his sister comes in and starts like looking at her, and then he's like, "You don't have breasts or whatever." Unless <laughs> I want, no, he's like, "You, if you want, if you, you'll have breasts if I want you to." Yeah, have she breasts. goes, "I'm sorry," and he's like, "No, you're perfect." It, yeah, you'll have, I'll, I'll give you breasts. And then he slaps her I on the ass. To. Yeah. Then he licks his thumb and pokes her in the butthole. And she's like, this guy is interesting. Is that what she says? Yeah. This guy is interesting. I could name a guy who's not interesting. Brian? You? No, you are you kidding me? Last night when I was like, listen, broad, I ain't going home with you and you ain't coming home with me. I got to watch the phantom thread. And then I phased out like I just. So which one of your friends fucked her while you're watching this movie? Probably, probably Jason. Good old Jason. Nice. He always just lurks around me because I'm always turning these broads down to go watch the phantom thread. (laughs) And like, God damn, that's like the third night in a row. Ryan's watched the phantom thread. But I think it leaves a little mystery. So uh, what did we learn from this movie, huh? What's the moral of the story? I should have got laid instead. That's a good point. I mean, you should have, yeah. I should have stuck my little phantom thread into a... You need a lady who can take care of you. you (laughs) Right? You need a lady who can take care of you and clean you up. It's like the worst dick of all time. Clean me up how? Phantom thread. Like take care of you like you're a little baby. Yeah, wrap you up, swaddle you when you're drunk. I've never been drunk or swaddled. Play the crow soundtrack for you while you lay in, in bed. I can't. It's in a frame on my. Actually, one copy's in a frame on my wall. I got She's multiple. got Spotify. It's not the same. True. I like to put the I like to put the CD on the record, the crow soundtrack CD on the record player, and let that sucker scratch. Ooh, beautiful sound. So should he have been gay in this movie? Would that make it more sense? No, he should have been asexual or like, like, because he's no basically, he basically was autistic, right? About these dresses. Well, they, and they kind of did in that opening scene where they thought they were going to bang. He was like being very sensual with the dress making process. That's the romance is his weird obsession with making dresses. True. There doesn't True. need to be any sexuality. But then he started like, making other, but then he makes other women dresses. So it's like if she's getting confused, he gets jealous. She's yeah. Jealous. Was she the, was she a model? No, she was just a muse, right? No, but she, she does end up like working with B. She's like, one she's, of, she, becomes she wasn't one paying of the workers him. The, yeah. But yeah. Cause she was at, yes, why did she get there? How did she end up there? Yeah. Again? But he doesn't like, it's not like they're a publicly, they're not like a public couple. Yeah. Where like, She's introduced, yeah, up there with Cyril, girlfriend or whatever. She's just always around. Yeah, so she gets jealous. It's tough to work with your partner. That's what she was. She was with them from day one. Cautionary tale about working with your partner, working at the same place. Well, he fell in love with her through the work, so they weren't partners when they started working. They were partners. 
business. What are you talking about? And then they they're fell dating in love. before it's not she like worked they were, there. They, they were meet and like have a fall, yeah. like fall in love. <laughs> what are you talking about? Man, you work at your dick suck while you watch this movie. High, no, You're like oh, she works there. She cooks some breakfast at his house. Well, that's I forget because you know the movie's seventeen fucking hours long, which didn't need to be two hours and ten minutes. So by I the think. two hours and ten minutes, and then the credits roll, and there's still fucking screen time. Just cut, go to black so I can end this movie. It's like him dicking around with the credit. Like get out of here, unless you're showing me some, like unless you show me some room. Jackie Chan bloopers at the end of a movie. I I don't want to see it. I would oh the bloopers would that would be awesome, dude. Every movie should have that. I want to see Daniel Day-Lewis break character because of bloopers. Saying, like, I guess throws throwing a guy out the window be like, I guess he won't be in Phantom Thread, too. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, um, or what do you think the moral of the story was, William? He just walks across the street and gets hit by a car. That'd be a funny blooper. Yeah. He's fucking hauling ass down these... Um, like small British villages or whatever. His car is tight. Yeah, his car is cool. Yeah, it's all right. It's no Buick. He's just kind of an intense guy. He needs to chill a little bit. And the only way for him to chill is to get sick. Yeah. She poisons him. So, but then he also, before that, he also had a fit, quote unquote, of some sort and was in bed for like, it was like a manic episode or like a, depression episode where he's in bed for like three days and the doctor was even like or somebody was like yeah he gets he goes through these fits and then he gets out of them in like three days so that's yeah. what i assume that's what i assume the second even though she was poisoning that. that's just depression right stress well, also well it's working, like a, it's he works basic. for he works 4 a.m to midnight that's another thing she says oh yeah so there he just like completely three yeah, hours like a day but this, but the, but the pattern of their like relationship follows just like a toxic, you know, it's like just a regular toxic relationship. But it's mm -hmm. follows. He just happens you know. to make dresses. Yeah, exactly. It's a little fancy. What does what does she do? She was a waitress. It's a good question, Ryan. Yeah, what does she bring to the to his what life? <laughs> well, like her family history. The big theory is that um, it's potentially like her whole family died in the war or something. Why do you say that? Is that online? That's like one idea that's been floated. I think cares. the director. But like, well, just like she, has to, just well, like she has to, it just showed up. She's just like and an immigrant. She, she has like a Spanish accent or whatever. She's not Spanish. No. What is it like Irish or some shit? No, no. She's she from Belgium. In the movie, she's from Belgium. Oh, okay. And she's, <laughs> I thought she was... she's just supposed to be lower class than him. That's why she eats she's breakfast Latinx. so loudly. And is that what that was? I mean, Plus, British I people are uptight. Yeah. Yeah. Compared to other foreign people, like British people have like, especially rich British people would have like a bunch of manners. Well, careful. That's like half of they're, our listeners. They're highfalutin. Yeah, very fancy British people listen to this. Um, also, pissed. British people have a rich tradition of fine tailoring and clothing, like in the Kingsman movies. It was so hard to picture like lit, being a person that is like this. Like being this fancy, it's incredibly hard to. Yeah, Adam, you're literally we're just picking your toes two seconds ago. I can imagine it'd be difficult for you to adapt to a fancy society. You wear toe shoes, Adam. You're like, so wait a minute. I've got a the the shoe is just one big toe. 
It's just one toe that you put over you. I can't do this. <laughs> you put this much effort into your feet. Yeah. He's like confused when he's combing his hair in the first scene. See, I could crush it. I, <laughs> I would this, crush it in this fancy, fancy society. <laughs> in yeah. this in this fancy society, I would crush it. Some broad would be like, "Let's go poke in this room," and I'd be like, "How about I make you a dress instead?" Yeah. I'm just constantly, also, I'm just constantly cock blocking myself to do other pr- things, projects. Yeah. The other thing the movie does really well is present the idea of like all these fancy, what airs put on airs, mm-hmm. like it's just bullshit. It's not. Oh it yeah. It's meaningless. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like, yeah, you could, you could wear a dress, you could clean up and still suck. You can still be a fucking a dirty dressmaker from so gross ass. yeah where what is he chic it'd be, it'd be cool Fucking if he was chic. like a poor guy trying to be a fancy dressmaker but know? he's just well, not he, good at it yes <laughs> yeah he he's not a poor guy he's not poor what were times that much more simple when he like, was, was young when he was for a white man yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 sure um yeah everybody's he, born poor <laughs> Even the rich point. people are born poor for just like a split you're, second. You're born, you're born with zero dollars and you rich. die and it, you die and you take zero dollars with you. Money is stupid. You're born poor and when you go yeah, out, you go. Right. You have a nice wallet with a nice chunk of change in it. Yeah, that your family fights over. I want to be buried with all my money like, <laughs> yeah. in, my, I want to in be, my coffin. Like no, I'm doing a Viking. I'm doing yeah. a Viking. I'm doing a Viking <laughs> funeral with all of my cash, which is going to be like a couple thousand dollars. All of my cash. <laughs> On, That's what you on think. my body, yeah. And then I want gonna, uh, William and I are just gonna take your fucking money and then like you gotta buy a boat. We gotta buy a boat. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna time it. I'm gonna like throw you off a little a kayak. Have a fuse in each dollar bill that I have, so at a certain time, they just light up on fire by themselves. Oh, cool. I'm just gonna put a fire of you. I'm gonna put a firecracker in your pocket and light it. Slam the coffin. Yeah, slam the coffin shut. You need yeah. a stick of dynamite if you're trying to blow that sucker off. <laughs> That's a big thick hog, dude. We need more. Oh, dude, I got such a thick hog. It's like guys it's in hard hats like, yelling at each long. other from like. <laughs> it's not long. It's it's thick. Damn. Yeah. Um. You know, I wanted to say about Daniel Day Lewis. I feel like his he's an actor where his uh, he's all about the mouth. I feel like Daniel Day Lewis's <laughs> mouth is what's doing the work. You know what I mean? Like different voice. actors have different faces. Sure, that's part of it. But also visually, like he's not doing a ton with his eyes ever in scenes. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not, <laughs> give us an he's example. Doing of somebody one, he's doing like he's not doing like dynamic shit with his eyes. But he's like the performance is in the mouth. Trust me. Look at this. This is very smart. What I'm saying. If anybody knows Daniel Day. Well, yeah. there's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of acting is, you know, some actors are life. all eyebrows, that's life, especially you know? a lot of oh, dialogue. Brow, yeah. Though, speaking of the rose, <laughs> alfalfa has got the ear thing. Adam's you ever heard of the Alexander of technique? Face, facial act. What is that? It's like I'm a show, 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 show. Adam Sandler. Oh, I thought that's what you said. The Alexander technique is like an acting style that comes from like your spine it's all about like how you hold your spine mm, that's cool yeah. i like that that's fun your Acting posture fun. yeah 
but yeah, Daniel Day Lewis is mouth based actor. I'm a cock based actor. Yeah. Sounds like you're just getting horny about his mouth, dude. I pop a Viagra, then I go on stage every time. <laughs> yeah. When when do you go on stage? I'm not even in the play. I just like walk in. Like, hey, <laughs> no, how's it going? Walk onto stage with a boner. <laughs> like, sir, you can't. How'd you get I'm in an here? actor? Okay. <laughs> my my face is all red. <laughs> my forehead. They call me Mr. Blue Pill. That should be a well, side effect of Viagra is some guys you have don't to get their dicks hard, but their face just gets like incredibly red and like the veins get really intense. It just all goes <laughs> on their, their face. Wrong head. That's like fire, uh, five hour energy. Anything with niacin. Oh, yeah. You're a niacin man. Yeah. But nice. <laughs> what is this? There will be blood. I gotta. I'll be right. I'm a nice and nice. There's a whole. Man. There's a whole. You ocean drink of my niacin. <laughs> I drink, take the straw in Phantom Thread. It was good. It was Better long. Than Lincoln. Uh, yeah, I ain't watching that shit. I'm actually the book I just got is um, Team of Rivals. It's about Abraham Lincoln winning the election and then turning all of his enemies into a team of rivals of working together. This is a comic book. No, it's about it's a hist- historical book. It's boring. This is, not like, this is like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or something. It, no, it's it's what he did with his presidency, bro. He goes, OK, I won the election. The election's done. Let's all work together. Suck my I ass. Think- and they all sucked his ass. Did you not I see can- the movie Lincoln? I can think of one guy who didn't work with him. Uh, Name him. John Wilkes Booth. Mm, no, he worked with him. Look at, he made him legendary. You know, he was paid off by Abraham Lincoln. Well, Daniel yeah. Day-Lewis. You know, John Wilkes Booth was an actor. Mm-hmm. And he paid it'd him be off. Like, it'd be like if Sean Penn or Daniel Day-Lewis killed the president of the United States. It would be like if Abraham awesome Lincoln, if, if Abraham Lincoln... Alec if Baldwin. Abraham Lincoln was yeah. was Brandon Lee, that's more of what the situation is. Because it was like supposed a, to be John Wilkes Booth. It was supposed to be a fake bullet, and it was supposed to be a big ruse to get more popular votes for Abraham Lincoln. And then John Wilkes QAnon Booth Booth books. <clears throat> Someone switched the bullet. It. It's all there, dude. It's all there. Yeah. Someone switched the bullet. Q. It's a pretty good shot if he shot him from stage, which I believe he did. He did not. He snuck up. Oh, he shot him at point blank range. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumped off the balcony and broke his legs and they caught him like three blocks. No, he away was on. He was on. The, he was popping a Viagra and walking on stage and just he shot <laughs> him across no, the room. Like, you're, like you're not opening of James. You're half wrong. He had like the opening of James Bond. He shot a load right across. He's he swung up like parkour style, swung around and with his boner poked Abraham Lincoln right in the eyes. You like right that callback? No, I did like that callback. <laughs> um, what do James Bond, but shooting Abraham Lincoln in the head—that'd be tight. Da, da, bum, 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 bum. And he dies of like pink <laughs> eye and an eye infection three days later because it's just like gross yeah, British it's just, cum. It's British, like, like, like tons like of dirty Biscuity. Belgian whores. Just tea, tea chunks like of tea. Be- in there's it. like beans tea in leaves. it. Ew. oh god, tea leaves and beans, curds. What are you talking? Ew, curds. <laughs> <laughs> like I got a Brexit. This come out of my dick. 
pounds coins because this one's for britain i didn't know you i didn't think of that was british stuff i just thought you guys were like saying disgusting things that would be <laughs> and you be cool if daniel day lewis was a dildo maker and he's drawing a picture of big ben as a dildo yeah very british cool very, very british, british. <laughs> very british Breakfast table, Pee Wee Herman sitting there. I loved when he was like, he always calls his sister "you old so and so." Yeah, that was so funny. That's what I didn't get. That's what made it confusing. Funny, you old so and so. Why? Nancy British. He's calling. He's insulting her, right? This is a movie for the for the rest of us about fancy British people. It's like a cheeky. He's He's insulting her, but he's also making it more. It's like they're closer than just brother sister. This is not a normal. Yeah, it's a little weird. That's why I was confused. And it keeps uh, Alma at a distance. Keeps all the girlfriends at a distance because you know he gets. He's got the old bitch. She would break up. Jealous. Cecil wants to fuck his mom. He wants to fuck his sister. Cecil used to dump the chicks for him. He didn't even break it with his broads. He would get Cecil to do it. That's a cool move. Yo, Cecil. That's a real alpha. We need to cease and desist this girlfriend, Cecil. Yeah. (laughs) Her name, her real (laughs) name is Cecil Cyril. They called him cease and desist Cecil. Nice. You need to cease and desist loving this man. You know who had a brother named Cyril? Siri. Sideshow Bob. You guys need it's to another watch torture, better shows. Genius. It's the shit based on Ryan's never seen the I've seen The Simpsons. I've seen Seinfeld. It's good. It, come on, though. Grow up. I, what do you like more, American Dad? New Girl. Roger? You do love New Girl. Yeah, it's better. What, what episodes of Seinfeld and The Simpsons have you seen? What's Or from All what of, seasons? All of them. The one where, the, oh, the one where Milhouse and Bart can't jerk off. It's like, cool, you can write funny things, but like, just be funny. Like, you can't just be funny. Jerry Seinfeld is not a funny person. Vi- visibly, he's not like a funny person. Not that he needs to be What about Jerry? What about Jerry Stiller? Springer. Oh, Mr. Costanza. Is he yes, funny? that's funny. He does voices. I'm Jerry. I don't know his name. Stiller. Bring up a lot of good points. I think Ryan's five stars. Right. This movie is five star movie. It's really good. There's no. Is there a movie like this really? That's like. Yes. There's a lot of other boring movies with Daniel Day Lewis in them. So very funny. But also, Uh, it does work as a romance because those qualities are those. The style of that is so well done. It works both ways, baby. It wasn't boring at all for me. I just watched it. I I was having a good time. It wasn't that boring. It was visually stimulating. The stories. The story like didn't need to be that long. Paul Thomas Sorry, Anderson's it's not a movies. Hallmark movie, Ryan. Oh, those are <laughs> short, sweet, concise, to the like, point. Dude. I'm sorry, That's it's not like Journal Brown. for Jordan. That's a good one. Anything I was trying to think about. In. I was trying to think about what. Uh, you want out, buddy? Like, no, I mean, I'm okay. I can stay longer. No, it's talking to his cat. Um, I was thinking about like what makes, what is up? Because it, it's like you know Paul Thomas Anderson. It's this doesn't feel like it does feel like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie, but it's also like so unique or whatever. in it's style. It's kind of just like its own. He, and he kind of does that. It's like his movies are kind of like their own vibe, even from movie to movie. Um, and I don't know. It's very hard to pin down like what is unique about his movies and stuff. It's like Wes Anderson. It's like kind of right there in your face, like other 
Okay, so then that must mean it's not that good. If it's hard to pin down how it's unique, then maybe it's not unique. You're saying it's too unique? Or it's like like subtle. It's like subtle. And like I said, there's lots of parallels to other PTA movies. You know, story wise. Yes, but it's not. But the feel is very different and stuff. The tone of it. You know, they're all kind of have these layers of humor and in them and stuff. But like his movies are all his his movies are all Melvin and Howard. That's his primary influence. What's that? I don't know what that is. What? Like Calvin and Hobbes. You guys never seen Melvin and Howard? Melvin and Howard is a Jonathan Demme movie. Better than us. It's a Jonathan Demme movie, and it's about this loser guy named Melvin who one day picks up Howard Hughes on the side of the road. That's Jason Robards in the movie, and they have like a fifteen-minute-long conversation. And then Howard um, Howard Hughes puts Melvin in his will, based on a true story. It's like an absurd movie. Howard Hughes dies, and then people are like, "Why does this guy get the money?" But anyway, basically, this is. The chance meeting is the major um, moment in every PTA list between a rich and a poor person, between an up and a down. Happens in the beginning of Licorice Pizza, happens in The Master. Sure. So he's, that's in, kind of his uh, form or formula or whatever that's, for getting that's to it. What, his, but all of his movies Watermelon have this. smashing is what we'd call that in the industry. That's his watermelon smashing. Oh, the this Gallagher. Is, that's his, this is his industry Gallagher. that you live in. This is his Gallagher. <laughs> Are you, you work in a primarily Gallagher. It's not called. <laughs> it's called the Sledgematic, right? The Sledgematic. Yeah, sorry. I, I mean, didn't. Hey, on. I don't know these SAG rules. Are you yeah, even I a real comedian? No. Are yeah, we call in the in the head? green rooms we call it the Gallagher effect. It's called the Sledgematic. But the legacy is Gallagher's, you know. So mm-hmm. when Adam says he can't tell this is a PTA movie, I just look at him with disgust. Oh, I can tell that I can tell that it is, but it's not like any other movie. And that's something I think is very interesting about PTA is like kind of just being like, what? It just his movies don't feel like anybody else's movies, but in ways true. that's hard. I mean, currently. Um, Robert Altman. Current. Jonathan Demi, Martin Scorsese. Still, I don't know. It well, like it, it's like his movies have like a they're more like they have like a more of a modern cinematic quality than those, I feel like. Or they're they do I don't know. I don't know how to talk about it. Well, he's Gen X, they're older. Yeah. But also his movies are becoming good about he's he's not making contemporary movies anymore. He's already dated himself. He's already being left behind by the new generation. That's what that's how you feel. Well, he's not making any movies about cell phones. Yeah, that's another thing. Another complaint. Not a single cell phone in this movie. That's kind of like why Parasite boring was kind of important for because a lot of movies today are a lot of filmmakers today tarantino pta they struggle making stories about modern life they're kind of dated into the 90s i get that well they're getting older you know and they like what they like but i mean i think that's also just like but you also a lot of filmmakers struggle a lot lot about these kind of things can be more simple than you would want to think it's like the reality is about life is when as you get older uh, you know like society doesn't age 
with you really like the main that mainstream thing it's so, also just hard to write a movie when you live in a world of self older you age out even when you're pta or yeah all i know problems, that's what i'm saying all, he's all problems can be out. solved with yeah. a cell phone so movies with cell phones are stupid like then there's no it's like there's no question like hey how do we how do we phone. how do we build a bomb how do we open unlock this door just look fucking youtube tutorial that shit yeah. that's why there's, that's why parasite no, was really special that's why I won the that's why I won the that's why I won the Academy Award. Because why? Because it dealt with modern life and social media and cell phones and you know the haves and haves nots and it was a contemporary tale. You're saying, and it's not terrible, like Nomadland sure, or sure, something sure. else. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, I you just know, watched American Sniper. That movie is I get, awesome. Yeah, American Sniper's tight. I give I give this movie four stars, and I give it four, not five, or four point five, because I was shockingly deceived by the title when I was going into this. Shocking. You hate seen it before. Deceived. The you second hate- the second I saw <laughs> Daniel Day Lewis, the second I saw Daniel Day Lewis, I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. I don't remember every title of every movie I've seen, William. I was I struck drugs, by buddy. how uh, how um, small he seemed in this movie. He lost yeah. a lot of weight, yeah. Well, she's tall. Alma's really tall. Yeah, I think that's... Well, I don't know if that was part of it, part of her casting or whatever, but he seemed like a slight man in this movie. He doesn't seem slight in other movies. Know what I mean? I feel like it was... Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know what that means or why. He's looking slight. He's looking slight. Abraham Adam, Lincoln, Adam, ba- Adam Bowers, calling Daniel Day Lewis a little punk ass, weak ass bitch. Quoted yeah. from Adam yeah. Bowers. Come at me, bro, is what Adam says. Well, maybe he won't die before up. he's 55 years old. That's one blessing of not being super tall. I know. I'm going to die in my 60s. That's no, fine. 50s. Do you want to? You're gonna die. Do you want to be? Do you oh, want to be sixty? Do you want to be too 80? early? It's gonna be so funny. I gotta live. A, I gotta live a long time now because I have a kid. Ooh. Don't. Yeah, abandon your boy. No way. There will be blood style. <laughs> yes. Let's crack his head open with a bowling pin. Spoils. He's not even your real son. He's a bastard from a basket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Not a bastard from a basket. Yeah, what river did you pick this basket up from? (laughs) What weren't you down washing your clothes at the river and uh some basket floated up at you? He did a James Bond style load across the room. (laughs) Got an innocent woman pregnant. Nine months later I found a kid. Then he stole her baby from the the basket. Yes. So I guess it's not a bastard. But yeah, you know, this is five stars. This is a great movie. It's fun. It's very funny because it's so fancy. You know, when movies are fancy, they're funny. That's what I say. It's fun and fancy free. Well, you're fa- you thing. are fancy, so that's why you don't think that's true because you're a fancy person. Well, tell I, me that. Tell me about how probably, fancy I am. He's probably insulted. You're really fancy. I mean, you do have like a five foot by five foot poster framed with glass. That's pretty right glass. It's plastic. That's pretty Let's, fancy. I just want to remind, let the audience know that Adam's parents funded his first movie when he was uh, 20, 21 years old. 
not, you have to fund deep pockets. Twenty three, and I. So when your son they comes, pockets, they, spent, they have a fortune. Do they really? No, William is the richest person on this podcast by a lot. Can I bar? Yeah, right. I'm loaded, dude. Okay, you first, then well, William. Did, did I not I'm tell you how much I got when person. my my grand my grandpa died and how much I got? I'm a hard worker. I'm like Reynolds Woodcock. I work hard. No, yeah. you don't, dude. You, you sit you on your perfection. computer all day. Dude, maybe you I literally text with Adam. You. I'll look away for 30 <laughs> minutes and I look at my phone and there's <laughs> I have fifth literally 52 text messages in the group chat. You guys don't work. You guys are just scamming the system. And I'm out here Saturday earning an honest living. Working at a tell legal the, bar. <laughs> tell the audience your brilliant idea. Me? Which one? Yeah. What? What's my about, idea? Dro- about Dropbox? Bro. Oh. It this wasn't a brilliant idea. Just this is very funny. It was an idea. I was, I mean, well, I thought I was thinking we should include the links for obscure movies that are hard to find, so people could watch them. The links. So he, to the Dropbox this is how he goes use. about it. He texts me. He goes, "Hey, can you make your drop? Can you make the uh, Devil's Honey shareable in <laughs> Dropbox so anyone can look at it?" I'm like, "Who are you sending it to?" He's like, "Oh, well, I'm just gonna put it in the letterbox review, so other people can yeah. watch it." And it's like, it's kind of Adam, thoughtful. You have your own Dropbox. Oh, oh, and access well, to all these links. Do it right? yourself. You you want to put a, a pirated movie on your we Dropbox? Do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Knock yourself out. Don't make yeah. me do it. Sounds like more. And don't do it in this in this sneaky way of like, hey, uh, could you oh. make it shareable? You got that link? Like you're gonna watch the movie again or something? Well, shit. I didn't want to get into it because this is what happens. This is you're you are like Woodcock, dude, and I'm I you really be more like a Homa, and I should fucking make you sick and then i want you on your back william no give me the mushrooms i'll yeah, give I'll ryan me mushrooms sick. and i'll make just me fucking... sick i'll kill i'll kiss my spirit grandma so or if mom you want whatever it are is. you gonna I'll put devil that's what it takes are you gonna put devil's honey on your own dropbox and upload it probably not <sighs> okay cool so adam <laughs> likes to do no work which is remind everyone that well i have a lot of i do a lot of work in my life i'm reynolds woodcock you're that chick at the beginning that he kicked out in the first scene no 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 i'm working i work really hard that's why right who am i who am i who Ryan is alma he's my yeah i got them no titties but he's the replacement he's the replacement we'll have breasts if william wants you to ryan i'm getting jealous at these other broads that william's making dresses for well the reality is that i'm the only like man on that is on this podcast and i'm talking to two People, people of man age that have the lives of children. What's a man's age? And William, Adam, when does a human being become a man? What age does a boy <laughs> become a man? Give me that. Tell me that. So it's it's I age. I don't know. So we're well, at you age. are the man's age. You, it's not. What's age, a man? What so what's a man? So we're we should be Somebody more man. Who works hard and has responsibilities and takes. That's what a man is because women do you that think, too. You think you work hard, don't right? Say, or Adam? Don't say women it. do that too, Adam. Don't. To do what you're about to do, William. Do you think you work hard? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I work really hard. You freelance stay at home, Dad. I provide. For my what do you provide? For the past three weeks, I've been providing for, my <laughs> for the past three <laughs> weeks. Why don't you tell the audience what you've been working on? <laughs> I'm an editor for, uh, or I'm editing a show for um, uh, uh, the production company that makes RuPaul's Drag Race. They have a streaming service. It's all drag content. And I get to edit for one of them. Very grateful for the work. 
Good for you. Thanks. Why don't you get a real job? I hope I that wasn't like a fucking. Why don't you go to work at the fucking oil field like a real man? Like how men are supposed to do. Um, Yeah. Go work at the target. Are you around La Brea? I do. I uh, mean, I do a lot of work around the house. Is it Orange County? Go work at at a surf shop like a real man. Yeah. Why don't you learn how to build surfboards like a man? It's not about just what you do for a living. It's about like, you know. Yeah. Describe what a man is. You said we're not manly and you're the only man on the. So describe what that is. Sometimes you got to give your wife space to go to the library for like 14 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say that. Like a real like a real man. We're not talking about that. Adam has to go to the library. So his wife can have a breather for a couple hours. No, it's you know, like a real hotel. Stay in a hotel room over a weekend. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) What are you reading? What are you reading at the library? We're okay now. How to be a man for dummies. Hey, you know, that's a country home. Hey, even Reynolds Woodcock. You see this? That's I got that. You got a cat scratch. Making my home better for my family, like a man does. A man doesn't get hurt doing it. They just do it. No I'm not problems. saying I'm hurt. You have a wound. Men get care. hurt, Ryan. Men get I hurt. I don't care. Not emotionally. No, I don't. don't. No, you're, you're right, me? Ryan. They don't. I'll tell you, I'm the I'm really the most manly know. one on this podcast. If Broad comes up to me and says, I'm going to poke you, bro. I'm going to peg you tonight. If that's what you want, I like 60, not anything you want. And I say, listen, I got to go home and watch the Phantom Thread, Broad. That's what I said, and then she she goes. Yeah, right. I he just, that. A real he just man went home and drank and fell asleep and didn't even pay attention to the movie. No, I stayed yeah, up. You the didn't, whole you didn't even, like retain. I was any. already I was already drunk. I was I was smoking at that point. I appreciate I appreciate you doing it though. I was I was a little gacked on Adderall too, so we're I, good. We're good. I don't want to make you feel bad for doing that. It's like you did like a thoughtful thing for us. No, I just we need didn't to. Wanna, we need to celebrate get, each other more than sometimes. Chastise. Here's the thing: when you're just getting just getting genitals thrown at you 24 seven. Right, like, right. You probably don't get this, but it's just like easy to I wouldn't you know, know, man. brush it aside, you know? Yeah. Sometimes like it's when too you're, much of a good thing, you know, when you're out, when you're out in a rainstorm and you're catching rain on your tongue, you're not going to catch every drop. You know, sometimes you need to take a break, take a breather and watch phantom thread and not get laid instead. You know? Yeah. That's yeah. I wouldn't know. Honestly, Adam, give your final thought on the movie. Um. Uh. All right, that was a good one, William. <laughs> give your final. <laughs> I mean, I've said a lot of stuff. I feel like. Uh. uh so it's it's uh, it's good. Look, this is a fun movie. It's Daniel Day Lewis. He's a great actor. He it is fun. A... It's very fun. I feel like it seems stuffy. I was talking. I know, but I, I, you finally came here. I think that's a. You just said what I said. Well, yeah, let's tag team this. Let's tag team this. Let's do a little rap. <laughs> well, why don't you give us a little Phantom Thread rap? Um, I'm good. I'm good. You, know, you, could, you, could, you do it, dude. Do Is it, that man. it? No, you got it. William loves telling me that. Yo, yo, the, yo, 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 Phantom so. Thread. Oh, I'm dead. Psych, I'm half awake watching it. Turning down head, watching Phantom Thread. Turning down head, watching Phantom Thread. Getting Phantom Head because I turned down the physical. And then I just break it down into a real spoken word. That's when the beat drops. And then I just spoken word it. When I want to rock, I pop Mr. Woodcock. That's good, dude. 
dude, remember that movie, Mr. Woodcock? Yeah, I was thinking about that the entire time I was watching this. Is that a little reference? Does this movie have a little reference to that? Billy yeah. Bob Thornton? Because uh, PTA likes... about? Should have been the he same likes character. Goofy comedies. I yeah, I could see I him, his it. name being fucking Mr. Woodcock is also like I feel like PTA is like thinks that's funny. You know what? I, what's that movie about? He's making himself laugh this whole, when he's writing. Like uh, Napoleon Dynamite is like his mom is dating his gym teacher, who's Billy Bob Thornton named Mr. Woodcock. Yeah, I think. And then on the cover, uh, Billy Bob Thornton has like a whistle in his mouth and he's holding two balls. Oh, yeah. I actually I have big rubber balls. This is a good one. That's when they were making like hall pass. And there's a lot of um, adults in a high school setting for some reason. Golden age. Real bit Taylor. Yeah. 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 That was like, I mean, it all comes in things. Bad Santa is kind of like that, too. Yeah, it's almost it's almost like Hollywood finds out what scripts are being made and then just exclusively makes a bunch of the same script. Different companies. Don't be smart. That's what they used to do. The good people of Hollywood. They're still now they're just doing remakes, so they're still doing it. It's just reboots. Hey, they're they're hardworking, good, honest people. Here's the final thought. Their best. Hollywood in the seventies, they used to make ripoffs. Okay, they would make Jaws, and they make a movie like Orca, and then they make a movie like. I forget what it's called. It's like Titore or some shit. It's like a Spanish shark movie, but like ripoffs are better than remakes. That's my final thought. Okay, Hollywood. Make up your own superheroes. Don't be remaking these superhero movies. Spider-Man. Do something original. Why not Ant-Man? They are getting you know? down. They're getting down to uh, that is a movie, you know, Peacemaker. Though. I had a conversation last night with somebody about Peacemaker who didn't know Peacemaker was actually from the comic. They thought it was made up in the Suicide Squad, in the movie universe. And I was like... Yeah, because they're normal, cool people. So they're finally doing that. They're making Eternals. They're making off-brand things, and some of them suck. I had a dream about... Everybody, every movie's going to be superhero movie, and everybody's going to be vegan within 50 years. Watch. At least vegetarian. You heard it here first, folks. You heard it right here. Yeah, we're going to be eating like crickets and shit. That's not vegan. Protein. That's no, that's not vegan. Soy. We're going to be eating soy. Soy crickets. Everything's going to be soy. Is lab. It's going to be mushroom based. Final thought. Final question. Is lab grown meat vegan? Mm, That is a good question. Yes. Yes. That's cool. Because you're not harming an animal. Yeah, I like that answer. What Just like honey big, what is now not dick? vegan mostly because people are well if it's a big dick then it sounds like a lab grown Friday night. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to see like I want to see like dicks a, grow a it out of night. <laughs> I want to see a farm with a bunch of dicks grow it out out of the you ground know? and you yeah, just like see cabbage some, patches. And like then a, they like got a, a and you're trying to pull it out and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then they got like Balls some are too some, big some off company that like that bad vegetables company or the ugly ugly fruits oh yeah you can only order the ugly ugly, ugly vegetables. hey don't talk about the company adam's working crooked. for don't no, make fun of adam's company i signed adam's an NDA about the weird dicks <laughs> can't talk about adam adam found out what tucking company. was huh oh yeah i found out talking oh yeah i didn't know that what looking in tucking they're putting their testicles back in their ball, uh, body cavity. You've never done that. Their anus? Oh, it ha- it's happened to me they're accidentally. Putting in the asshole? When I, when I put on a wetsuit one time. Are you saying they're small. asshole or they're just in the taint? 
Hold on. I want to hear this story about Adam putting on a wetsuit and losing his balls. Yeah, it was. It sucked. So you can't wrap a present. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny that you'd call that a present. It is. It is. It's a gift. As if it's a gift. Well, since I made a funny joke, the show's over. Yeah, that should be how you, you ended on.